I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is, is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Xena part two. What the fuck, Courtney? <laughs> I texted what you. What happened? <laughs> I texted you. I go, I'm only watching the very last episode because the finale is supposed to be like two parts. I'm like, I, I cannot do a two-parter. No, <laughs> we're done doing two-parters. I'm done doing two-parters unless it is like the show for the ages. Yeah. I'm done doing two parters. Yeah. We've done two parters and it's just too much to cram into one. After episode. I gave my life to three episodes of Battlestar Galactica to be the series finale, <laughs> like I just couldn't. I, I was like, oh non negotiable. <laughs> oh my God. And you could have just watched those three episodes, like we said, and it have been the whole fucking the series. The whole damn, water. like you didn't need the middle. <laughs> oh, no. God. I think it was perfect because I didn't want any more of this nope. than what was fed to me. It was. The equivalent of being fed just the Doctor. worst vegetable you can think of. But. And barely cooked, dry, no seasoning, <laughs> and forced to eat it raw. Just like Kevin in the office when he sticks a broccoli in his mouth. And oh I liked God. the show. I didn't I didn't think, but I was just like, what the fuck happened? Where did the show go? Well, what happened in the show? Uh, no. I got to say this. <laughs> I sat back and thought about this. This is the first time I've liked a series finale more than the pilot. Now I didn't like this show, but I, but let me let me explain here. The relationships are stronger. The acting got better, got a little more earnest. It even looks better. And I know we talked about in the pilot, like let's see how things look as far as special effects and like the way they actually shot change. So it does look better, and it actually feels like in the finale here that there's real stakes. Like in the pilot, everything seemed like fluff. Like, they sort of just, like, wanted to kill each other, but they couldn't be bothered to, like, fight. Like, in the pilot, everything seems like real action, real sacrifice. I'm sorry. In the series finale, everything seems like real action, real sacrifice. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, like, consequences and everything felt like it had more weight. Each yeah. one of their actions, of course, because it's the season finale, Courtney. Right. But, but usually you and I have gotten to the point now we've done... We've done a lot of these shows and we've gotten to the point where we're like, well, the series finales always kind of suck. They kind of leave people hanging. You know, there, some have obviously been all right, but this is the first time where I felt like the series finale was a lot stronger than the pilot, which is a problem because the pilot's what sells the show and which is supposed to keep people engaged for X amount of seasons. This is the first show for me that I feel like they put effort into the finale. Yes. That yes. I feel like they put money into the finale more so than they did the pilot. Usually it's the other way around. They're just trying to use whatever's left in the bank, I feel like. Mm -hmm. This one, I felt like they went a little bit beyond, above and beyond. And we'll kind of talk about the action sequences and stuff and where I think that money was spent. Yeah. But I feel like they put more money into effects. I feel like they put more money into showing and like following through the storyline of what is happening. Yes. For once. They didn't just for once. Just try to tie it up with the $130 they had left in 24. Well, because I think uh, that Xena went out at the top of its game. Like, yeah, like ratings declined a little bit, but I think that it was going out on top. So they probably had, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about how popular the show had gotten and some of the like the interesting things I found. But I think that maybe because there was such a following of this, they were able to to do that kind of stuff because they kind of found this audience and they're like, Oh, we can pump some money into it. Maybe like when they made the pilot, it was still kind of uncertain because it was a spinoff, but man, I, this was 
to me, remarkably better than the pilot. Yes, it was most likely it was the most like a movie that I've seen where they wanted to really tie it up and put a bow on it, Mm -hmm. make people happy and not exactly be happy with the ending, but to have the ending be satisfying, I guess you could say. Yeah, exactly. Just be satisfying, be able to be like, that's a pill I can swallow. Mm -hmm. I'm not let down. I've been a longtime fan. I felt like for once in all these shows, they gave a shit. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, and we'll get to how it ends and all that. Um, There's a couple things that I want to touch on as far as like things I kind of discovered. Because I know last time you're like, yeah, this was a big thing. And I didn't really understand that it was. Um, But there were actually more than 100 conventions for Xena throughout the run of the show. And like all the actors would go and sign autographs and people would dress up. And there is actually, well, there was one scheduled because this was the 25th anniversary in August. But because of COVID, they've now moved it to April of 2021, and it's going to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the series. And from what I could see of the guests that had confirmed, it was the whole lineup. Like, all the people that you talked about and, like, a bunch of characters, I think, that were, like, you know, big in the show. Um, if you want to go, it's in L.A. at the Hyatt Regency. I mean... <laughs> I imagine it to be a very erotic affair. I don't know why, but it, like with all the, the warrior bikinis, it just kind of like seems like, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, I love when shows do that. So Longmire does that out in Wyoming. Oh, wow. Uh, they like this whole town transforms into like that oh, hometown. Wow. The whole cast goes and signs autographs. I love that. That shows that they cared about, you the know, they still base. care about their fan base. Uh-huh. Uh, and that they're bringing all the cast members, especially, you know, Lawless, as she shows up, that, like, shows you that she cared about this. Oh. And obviously, it was huge money for her. She probably made a bunch of money residuals and, and so on. But not only that, like, she could just ride off into the sunset and not give a fuck. Yeah, but just it's cool that she does that. Ride it into syndication. I mean, I read that she actually regrets not doing a movie after the series to kind of continue the story. Um, I think they had talked about it, but never came to fruition. And she... I mean, like, again, I said towards the end, we'll get to, like, what happened in the end. But there was also some backlash about how they closed it out in the very end. So she kind of regrets that as well. But um, otherwise, this was kind of a breakthrough show in a lot of ways. I mean, it was controversial, you know, for the suggestion of LGBTQ characters. But even before that, Xena had this, like, past with men of color and things like that. That kind of pushed boundaries in its own way at that time. So it was it was really interesting. Some of the things that I had found, I think more or less, like I say, they went out on top of ratings had declined. And I think it was the end of her contract. And she probably just wanted to wrap it up, too. I mean, how long are you going to play Xena Warrior Princess? <laughs> like, Well, none of that. It's probably taxing. You have to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. You're doing all this. Like, even though you have a body double and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's still taxing. It's filmed in New Zealand. It's like, right. There's a lot of shit that goes into keeping yourself into this character. Like you basically, maybe you want to try something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like once you're Xena or something that's encapsulating as that, it's really, you can't really play much else in that, especially if you played something for so long, people are just going to see you as pigeonholed. Um, I am, I actually, even though they got backlash, When we get to it, I was actually um, pretty satisfied with the way it ended. I felt that it was a finale. I felt that there had been a a dynamic shift and because there needed to be right. Like 
you can't just end and like, and we go on another adventure after the ending. Like there needed to be some kind of change of trajectory, which I think they, they did well. Yeah. And traditionally in mythology, you have an ending. Oh, it's usually like, it's not just like we go on to battle another day. It's like this person killed this person. And then this happened. And then you learned a lesson. Neat. Okay. That's neat. And it's like, you have to have an ending where someone in the story dies, lives, and you learn a lesson about yourself. And that's why mythology and stuff is is to teach the people lessons through story without having to like govern law. It's like to steer people in more direction the same way you know, the Bible and, and things are nowadays where it's like people get their people get their their beliefs out of something. And it was for like ancient Greeks and stuff, they derived their beliefs and their code of ethics from immortalizing these people. Yeah, these so like, like tales. Well, that's even more interesting then because I think they had also talked about a reboot, which I'm glad they didn't do if that's the case because it is nice when something no. does come to a conclusion. It was a nice ending. I don't think there's no way out. It would be fucking stupid if they tried to change the ending and we'll get to it and why. Yeah. But yeah. All right. We got a new character, uh, Michelle Akemi. Uh, she's in this. She was in triple nine. Big mama's house. Yeah. Uh, Fear the walking dead. Uh, another cast member. I'll highlight John uh, Shulian. He's a writer producer. You want to know something funny about him? I was looking at his credits. It said XX Xena, the porn princess. Oh my god! <laughs> and Xena XXX and Exquisite Films parody. Oh but the god. thing is, I was looking to see if they were. It says based off the character Xena, created by uncredited. I was trying to figure out if he actually produced porn based off of Xena. It took That's me forever. That's kind of in what I. 2012 and 2006. Name one of their name one of those again. XXX. Ina, the porn princess. I'm wondering. It shows up as him, his IMDb credit. Oh, please. There's someone in it named Cherry Fawn. This has got to be a real porn. Yeah. What? Well, it's just based off the characters by it. But the weird thing is it yeah. shows up under him. I don't know. Maybe IMD screwed it up. I don't want to throw it out no, there. No, I don't think. It also says <laughs> plot keywords for this movie are Colonel Inglis. Colonel Angus, porn spoof spoof fellatio blowjob. So <laughs> I'm going to say that it's an adult picture. Yeah, I think because well, I, maybe because you have a trademark character like that, that's why it's credited. But how bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but whatever. Um, so those are like two things I didn't really dive too much into characters because I feel like we had a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. Live view. We start off by Xena bearing weapons again. With cool. some chants going around. on in the background. Hotable. Yeah. And what's up with all the Asian influence? We went from a very traditional Greek mythology storyline to fucking China all of a yes. sudden. So I actually read that when they're, you know, done with ancient Greece, they go to places like Rome, China, they go to these like different, I don't know, they go through like portals, maybe into like different places because they go to the underworlds. They go. So I think now we're based in what I assume to be China. No more Greek. Whatever. Yeah. So she basically has like Chinese gear. 
but she has to keep that midriff open still absolutely uh, for the ensuing battle that's about to have and did you yeah. love how gabrielle got herself like a nice short empowering haircut and a warrior bikini as well yeah and a and a box dye haircut and a deep love for xena mm-hmm. she's no more daddy's little farm girl yeah but her hair is all one color and it's, it's like an orangey mm-hmm. dye yeah or like when you're 15 and dye your hair for the first yeah. time <laughs> That's like exactly. a Garnier fruit feast box and you don't know what highlights are that's what happens that's exactly what it's and then all of a sudden like Xena's supposed to be known for that like boomerang thing I never know what to call it but she comes out like Katniss Everdeen with the bow and arrows just like taking people out one by one I was like what do we got a new power here or what yeah so she starts taking out these carts and this like liquid which I assume is like gas or something goes on the ground and all of a sudden it gets she like shoots this torch out of this guy's hand it sets it off and what appears to be a fucking nuclear bomb goes off okay because i had a hard time following that because she was getting hit with some arrows which was like it was making me weak in the knees a little bit so then i kind of like turned away and then i was like wait what happened okay now i understand so she sets off the thing it it doesn't kill anyone just makes it smoky like fucking california right now okay and I was like, oh shit, she got hit, actually got hit. Also, yeah. they launched like all these arrows, like thousands of arrows at once. And, and she was going to take like the Ming Dynasty like, down by herself. Like, bing, boom, bing. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is that fucking Kill Bill stuff where he got her from. Yeah. It's like the whole samurai chick vibe. Um, I was like, oh shit, she got hit by another. I was like, is it the whole army just first her? I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, she got hit by another arrow. Mm-hmm. Now, what is she doing? Four, five? This whole sequence just felt very much like the 300. Yes. Uh, if Ooh. you've ever seen 300, it's like sacri- just mowing people down as she's coming. She's just like cutting, slaying like dude just one after another. Yes. They're all like just coming. And she's just getting hit by arrows. And there's so many arrows in the air. They're like blocking out the sun. Yeah. Like that's so weird. It was And I- it was very just like very 300. And fucking Xena dies. Yeah. She sure did. Oh my god, the first five minutes. She she sure did. Yeah, I that's why I was like, there was some confusion in my mind. I was like, well, does she die? Because I didn't know if she had how do I want to say that? The ability to die? But I guess she does because she ends up like in a dojo or like that's yeah. not the right word, but like no, but I use dojo throughout the whole okay. thing. So. <laughs> like, because like I'm like, well, where is she now? Yeah, so <sighs> Gabriel runs and finds Zena's weapon and a blood trail, but no Zena. Out of nowhere, we end up in this dream fucking land. Yeah. Where there's like a couple chicks, like just like geishas. Yes. We've got Zena naked, butt ass naked on the floor. They start dressing her in this red robe. I fully expected them to be like lady in red. Cause yeah, it was like, was everything like, was like slow and windy and like, I'm like what is happening here? Like, I, I, I was like, what is happening? There was a lot of like eroticism in this, yes. in a misguided way. Absolutely. It was so weird. It, and there was like magic. Did you was, catch the magic where like, like, um, some kind of sword just like appeared in its like holder and then she appeared. I was like, what was all that? Like, what was the significance of that magic? I don't get it. <laughs> Where did we go? We uh, went to this like mystical. I thought I fell asleep for a minute. I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> like I took a sip of water and was like, 
What happened? I was like, did I accidentally turn on 1993 HBO softcore porn by accident? Yeah. Literally, it was Skinamax. Yeah, it was and then like. she's like, I've been waiting for you. I was like, what's this? Yeah. And out of nowhere, one of these geishas like turns to her and they hear this noise and this dude bursts into the place made out of bees <laughs> and it's like all these gauges around his powers include hard blowing fire morphing which she uses to strip her naked i was like this is very bdsm yes he like makes her like bow at his knees butt naked xena yeah and she's like i'm at your service now and i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah and yeah it's like painted like his face is all painted his armor is like green orange all like his face is painted with like that gold remember those like gold circle things you would buy for halloween to like paint your face gold that's what his (laughs) face is painted with (laughs) (laughs) they were like fuck we ran out of stuff quick go to cvs hit up cvs just grab what you can man i don't care clearance aisle and so apparently she's like under his he's like the bad guy now i don't took it like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and he like forms back in the bees and somehow manages to fix the door on his way out. What? <laughs> Through the whole thing up until the very end, I was like, why is he still here? Like, who is he? What is he? What's happening? Why is he important? Still don't know. I mean, I can't answer it. I don't know if you can. No, he's the bad guy. That's all I got. So um, the next scene is Xena's in a new robe. Uh, she's plotting to revenge to kill to kill the bad dude with some friend of hers. I think she's from probably a few episodes ago. Someone who died. Yeah. Also, that's now. I think they're in like purgatory or something. Is is what I took it as. And it seems but they're like she under. Also had a crush on Zena. That was different. Yeah, it was. They had sexual tension too. But I feel like the these people are under the control of the bad guy, but they're in this weird purgatory. Yeah. And they're like stuck in this like they're stuck Chinese in a dojo man they're stuck yeah. in a dojo between worlds between bodies so xena starts walking she somehow runs in the gabrielle i'm like what the fuck yeah what are like, the odds I, she couldn't i was find like her i thought they were in the dream world i th- i thought they were somewhere i don't know what what is going on how are they in the same spot i was like is she in like a shadow land and all of a sudden how is she in a real place now yeah and it makes sense it all comes like Makes does sense, it make sense? It does. No, it, no, like it's some sort of clarity happened. Okay. She mm-hmm. finds out she's a spirit because Gabrielle goes to give her her circle weapon, mm-hmm. and Zena can't grab it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, she's dead. Yeah. She goes, how could you let yourself be killed? As if like, oh yeah, I just asked for it. Like, yeah, bitch, I had a, a choice. I was <laughs> out facing a thousand people. We were here. Yeah, like what the fuck was that? Like, and then like get okay. You know when we talked in the pilot, they said like how they left. The lesbianism ambiguous. No, I'm sorry. Xena is Gabrielle's like whole world. It's pretty fucking clear. Like, yeah, cut and dry. I love you. It's like yeah. they said it to each other. At one point, Xena calls her her soulmate. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. What? How is that ambiguous? And then at one point, she calls it. She's like, "See you around, best friend." Yeah, or something. And I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" The underlying thing of this entire show, I have figured out. It's not action, not fantasy, not mythology. It's a fucking love story that was disguised as, like, adventure. And then, like, I don't know why I didn't see this sooner. Because Gabrielle doesn't want to marry, you know, the boring farm boy. She wants adventure. And she's willing to, like, literally give her life for Xenia's 
Xena's life or like what she considers like the greater good. Like this is a love story. This whole fucking show. Yeah. So they're talking and they're kind of like, we've dealt with this before. We'll do it again. We'll get you to come back from the dead. So apparently like Xena's fucking died before. Yeah. Well, she played nine characters. Apparently she died. Just any logic is thrown to the wind in this show. One of the geishas that was in the dojo follows them. The kind of sketchy one that she knew was like, something's up with that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Follows them. She like comes up behind Xena, I think, to try to kill her. Xena just grabs her by the arm, straight tosses her in the air. And she apparently she brought like (laughs) another dude from the dojo. He stabs right through it and she catches the geisha's anklet. I didn't know what the anklet meant. I was just going to say, what was the significance of that? Did we ever get to what? Yeah, I'll okay. tell you. Okay. So she put the anklet in her pocket. Apparently, is that something that they needed? Um, Gabrielle finds out that she has to find Zena's body, burn the ashes, bring him to a certain fountain uh, by the second sunset to bring her back. Seems like so a lot Gabrielle, of fucking instructions. Yeah. Gabrielle now has her journey. But now, like, we're the audience. Okay. You're making this for an audience. This is where I got to, like put the pause on you're making this for an audience so why do we have to make the most complex instructions ever to follow because this is why i had a hard time following it for the rest of the time because i was like there was so much going on like when she saw zena's head i was like well now what is it done and like like so there didn't need to be so many instructions burn the ashes bury the ashes go to a fountain watch for the seconds like what like so they had to burn the body into ashes dump it into the fountain of strength in order to bring Xena's, like, to have her spirit then embody her body again. Fine. That's not that hard to grasp. It's pretty stupid, dude. It's stupid, but that's, like, that's Greek mythology bullshit. Like, go cut off Medusa's head and bring it back, you know? Yeah, that makes one direction easy for an audience to follow. 45 directions later does not make sense. Go on. All right. This is where it gets stupid. Yeah. They were like, hey, you want to know what? We got something that will help you out. Cut to an erotic tattoo scene. Shut up, because that's what I called it, too. Erotic <laughs> tattooing. I go, erot- I go, this show is so sexual and violent. Erotic Zeta's tattooing. Just like, like, just like caressing her hand, just like over her naked body while they tattoo this giant dragon on her this back. This was fucked up. And on up. her legs and shit. I bet you little boys used to do the duty to this, because this is effed up. <laughs> you don't have to tell little boys to do the less. Um... And and they immediately cover up her all the tattoos of this big ass robe underneath her fucking gear again. I'm like, okay, yeah, you just did all that for nothing. They don't even show um, it off. Let it heal up. Gabrielle starts on her journey. She finds Zena's body decapitated. She has like this complete meltdown. Yeah. Head on a platter, starts, literally. Yeah, she starts fighting these people at the camp, and all of a sudden, the main dude at the camp comes out and challenges her to a samurai duel to the death. She kills him. And get Zena's head back. How has she gotten so skilled? Like, here's my question about Gabrielle. Gabrielle's a real, quote unquote, real person, whereas Zena is kind of more this, like, mythological. Well, Zena's probably taught her. Yeah, but how did she have that much? I guess so. With a samurai sword. I don't know. How long have they been in China or Japan? Who knows? So, like, she gets the head back. She goes back on her journey towards the mountain. On the other hand, Xena and the people at that are sha- trapped in the Shadow Dojo <laughs> <laughs> Good plan a trap for the bad guy. So apparently the ankle bracelet summons the evil dude. So if you shake the bracelet while it's on your ankle, 
he'll show up. Oh, that's where. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they set up a trap. Xena disguises herself as the geisha, Mm -hmm. turns around. So he only sees her back. They start fighting. He anamorphs into water. That was cool. Yeah. He can now freeze ship. He tunes up pretty much everyone Xena came with, like in her crew and kills like everyone. Um, And then uh, she manages to cut off his arm stab him through the stomach, making him become a comet, which then he person through the roof and like out. And I thought he died. Yeah. Let's review this man's abilities. He can morph with water. He, his body is made of fire. He can blow out a blizzard. He can suck in like a damn Hoover. Like it's so bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's not just like one thing he can yeah, do. What? Yeah, I can't. I like, wow. So that happened. They cut back to Gabrielle. She, Runs into another bad dude after she burns Zena's ashes as she's approaching the fountain. In the ensuing battle, the ashes fall off a cliff into like a bird's nest, which is not that far below. Yeah. And then somehow the fucking bad dude's alive. Yeah. So he zooms himself up into a comet. He lands near the fountain. And here's where they kind of start doing some flashbacks. Which is something that you and I typically like in a finale where they kind of go like, oh, here's like things that have happened in other episodes. But they only did like three of them. And it was like, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, it it didn't give us any like reference points of why those flashbacks were important except for to be like, oh, they love each other. Like, we put that together. I didn't even notice a flashback. Yeah, yeah. So he starts the fountain. He like sticks his knife in. The water starts bubbling up. They turn on the fountain, and I guess it's who can drink it first to get their strength back because it's the fountain of strength. In a race against time, they try to prevent the bad dude from drinking from the fountain. He manages to get some of his strength back because in the fight, he tries turning one of them. Xena runs towards it. He blasts ice. One of the icicles fall next to him. He uses a lizard tongue that he now somehow has to get (laughs) the icicle, throws his arm back. And now he's ready to fight. Yeah, he just like regenerates himself. I don't know how you're supposed to kill this guy because he literally has like every ability. As he's turning, he goes to come after Xena. However, the the girl from the Geisha house ends up, we find out, being his daughter. Yeah. And he inhales her whole. Literally, Joe is not explaining that well. He sucks in all the air and then she sucks into his mouth as well. It was horrifying. So now pretty much everyone's died besides Gabriel and Xena. But wait, did All you the see what they did it... after he sucked her in? They did that like weird digestion thing. Like it was like supposed to be like, a, like you know, like a kid. Like I'm like, oh, God, we didn't He's eat humor in this burp. moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go on. He goes after Gabriel, and, but Gabriel's kind of playing possum. She's bent <laughs> over. She's bent over like trying to get water. And the tattoo protects her. Yeah. As he tries to like blast her or do something mm-hmm. with like fire. Yeah. And it actually ends up blowing him back. She yeah. takes a mouthful of water because obviously she doesn't have a cup, runs over to Xena, starts making out with her and shoving Again, the water down. Her is throat. this supposed to be ambiguous? Let's do this. <laughs> I was like, ding dong ding, here it is. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Xena now gets up has all the strength back and she's an old school Xena attire. So yes. the original outfit we saw in the first season, yes, not this like geisha Asian infused outfit that she's wearing. Yeah. 
Zena and the Badu square off, and Gabriel attempts to regain the ashes that fell into that bird's nest off the side of the cliff. Mm-hmm. And a fiery, crouching tiger, hidden dragon-like battle sequence <laughs> that I can only describe it like. They're like literally fucking flying in the air at each other. Yeah. They like arm lock, spinning, circular, <laughs> fucking 100 feet up in the air, making no sense. No, well, come on. How much of this has made sense? None of it. Exactly. This, I've, they've lost me when they're now they're somehow in in Japan or China or yeah, something. When she, I, when she entered the dojo, man, I was like, I'm out. Seacrest <laughs> <laughs> fucking out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this battle sequence, Xena kills the bad dude by stabbing him in the stomach, which she yeah. already did. And yeah. that didn't kill him. So then she cuts off his head. That's Gabriel usually kid. how you kill the dude ultimately. Isn't that always the thing, like a zombie or whatever, like you cut off their head? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if he was a snake or dragon, you cut off the head of the snake. Yeah. With that long-ass tongue that he has. Uh, Gabrielle gets the ashes, and just as she's about to pour them in the fountain, Xena stops her. We find out that there's 40,000 souls that were trapped in him, and if they're to be freed, Xena has to stay dead. Now, I think this is, I think, because he mentions that she condemned them. So I am feeling like these are people that Xena killed when she was bad. Because if we reflect on the pilot, like when, yeah. when we met her, I think she was a bad person. So now this is like, she has to stay down to, to redeem herself and to redeem them is my Yeah, thought. I also got that same sort of vibe. Okay, so okay. These are souls that she's killed, bad people have killed. And like, or she's killed presumably as bad Xena. Which I like. I like that. The only thing is I wish that they had kind of, and maybe they did this through the series, kind of reflected more back on who she was prior so that it's kind of a bigger moment when they're all like, oh, like they're all freed. Yeah. When all these, so when she kills the bad dude, these like souls kind of like white ghosts start circling her and they were like, you did it. Like you redeemed yourself and all this. And it was kind of like, okay, like she's going to live. Like they're right here. The sun's about to go down, but they're right at the fountain and she's getting ready to take the lid off. However, she tells Gabrielle that she has to stay dead in order for these souls to truly be free. Yes. And in a sense, it has to, it's kind of her own soul too, because now that she's finally free, relinquished, her mortal body so she can't hurt anyone else yes and like and now this is a way that she has she has mentored gabrielle in the way of not to be a bad person but to fight out of necessity and fight for good so she's like passed that torch on and that makes gabrielle the new hero like my thought when we talked in the pilot was like i'm like well she's gonna die then she's gonna be like this heroine that you look upon but now really it's gabrielle who's the hero because she's kind of taught her the right way to do things is how yeah, I think about true. it. The two of them cuddle and watch the sun go down as Xena vanishes in the thin air. However, they cut to the next scene and uh, Gabrielle's on a boat, which nobody else is on, by the way, hmm. but it's as big as a fucking Mayflower. <laughs> Who's driving the damn thing? Um, Just floating she, out there. She's holding the ashes, looking at the water. I thought she was going to dump the ashes into the ocean. However, Xena shows up as a spirit. What the fuck? Well, not as a spirit. No, you missed a line. It's in her mind. Not in her mind because she says, like, I'll always be in your heart. 
and yeah, like, a part so she's of imagining her. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought she I was imagining know. her. I thought she was imagining her too, but then when she hugs her at the end, I think she's a spirit. Because she, then they show her alone. That's interesting. Yeah, then they show her alone. That's the thing. Mm. And she disappeared when she was on the cliff too. Yeah. Does she have the power to appear and reappear when called upon in Gabrielle's mind? Interesting. That's how maybe they were trying to keep the story going. Yeah, ma- yeah, exactly. Because they, it would make no sense if she died and disappeared forever. Right. Maybe she's a spirit guide. Maybe part of what I theorized was right then. She's not like a figure that everybody looks upon, but it, it, maybe she's like a mentor, like a spiritual mentor for Gabrielle. She is a warrior fairy godmother. Yeah, exactly. 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 Right. Because how else would they have kept it going, whether it was a movie or a reboot or what have you? Good point. Yeah. That's how I gained. It was a two double edged sword. I didn't know if she was because she was like, I'll always be here right in your heart. Yeah. Like it was obviously like she was imagining her. But is she a spirit at that point? It could she be called upon? I didn't know. I think it was left up into interpretation. That's a good point. What did what, you what was the backlash on that that you were talking about? They didn't. These longtime fans and from my understanding, they're pretty rabid fans. Didn't like that she died in the end. But to me, how else were you? One of the one of them had to die. So, in the lesson of Greek mythology, you sacrifice yourself for greater good. Right. There are things that are bigger than you. Right. And the, there's bigger things that are bigger than you, and teach you, you know, how to not be selfish and how to be in like gain humility. Yeah. And by sacrificing yourself for forty thousand other people, is that fucking lesson right. you know what i mean right is there, there are things bigger than you in this world and you have to sometimes sacrifice part of yourself for others and that's what the lesson is and that's greek mythology so get over it and it makes thank you and <laughs> like and i mean i guess if you're a fan of the show like oh they killed the main character but to me like it's kind of lame if they're just like and to our next continent and to our next adventure like it has to be that she yeah. had some kind of full circle story also, Gabrielle's not a strong enough character to get her own spinoff. Fuck no. She was no. better. I will say the acting improved, her strength, her like empowerment improved, but she's still not, to me, going to care. But also, she's not a big enough actress. I'm sorry. She's not a big enough drama. No, no, no. It's not like people knew who Lucy Lawless was like before this. She probably wasn't a huge name, but she establishes herself very quickly, and I didn't get that between two episodes of Gabrielle. Well, no, and that's the other thing too. She was in three episodes of Hercules and she was supposed to die in that series. And instead she obviously had some kind of draw that made her get her own spinoff. So if we didn't see that with Gabrielle in two episodes, then it wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't at all. But I thought that it, the end, like the ending of going to the fountain on was great. Yes. The, the rest of the fucking episode was you might Absolute love it on crack. Shit. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Why are they in Asia? Why are they doing all this dumb shit? Why are they samurais now? No, didn't need why? that. Why, 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 why? No, the, and, and the, the intentions were good, like the underworld thing, and she had died, and, you know, we got to go on this next big thing to get her back, and all of that played out really well. Their, um, their interactions played out well. But, yeah, a lot of it was just, like, weirdness. I didn't need a lot of it. I didn't even need a lot of the action. Because again, as I've analyzed this, I think this was a love story. Yeah. 
And it'd be interesting to write, you know, the story version of this and just kind of do like when you look upon like Oedipus Rex and you kind of like read the story of that, like it'd be interesting to write this all down because I think you would find that that was the theme and like the moral thing is supposed to be like redemption and love and soulmate, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Oh, for sure. Um, Yeah. That's Xena, everyone. Do you recommend this, Joseph? I'm not going to watch it. No. It's not worth it. I don't like honestly, so much other better shit on. It's like, I don't know if. Okay, so I would say I would watch it if you're into '90s action. So like Indiana Jones, you know, like those type of fight scenes are not actually like punching each other. It's implied. Like there was a lot of fucking body. There's a huge body count in that second. I was gonna say in the if you look at the pilot, this was one thing I noted. Compared to the series finale, at least there was me sounds nuts, but at least there was blood in the series finale. They like, killed a horse. Oh well, that's neither here nor there. But like, I mean, there was actual blood. Like in the first one, it was like there was all this violence, but there was no like bumps or bruises or blood. You know, yeah. at least it kind of got more a little like quote unquote. Yeah, I would say if you're into kind of this vibe, I would give it a shot. If you're into like, like I said, it's Power Rangers mixed with the uh what's like a you know what the a movie equivalent of this is is like a princess um, bride so it's princess bride mixed power rangers with yeah action. but not even <laughs> that good it's more like thundercats or like you know what i mean like it's weird it's a thundercats oh, you're too young N- move on all right move on moving on if you're into that sort of shit you'll eat this up if not kind of whatever it's i don't know it's I nothing you're gonna go lose sleep it, over, man. Yeah, don't, it's nothing it, you're like, gonna go out of your way for. Yeah, me. but I will admit it wrapped up very nicely at the end of a show. This season finale was better than most. Yes. When it comes to how it lines closure. up on the show, so I enjoyed that. Real so. time closure, and I'm sure we're gonna get like a million like of these cult followers who are like these two are fucking shot, but I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. It, it is a great. Um, I, I I liked it. So get over yourself, everyone. This go watch twenty four, and you, you'll realize how how good you had it. Um, <laughs> Here we go. So <laughs> everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back not next week, but the week after. Uh, come back and check us out. Follow us on Instagram at Spoil Everything Pod, and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Do that. You'll be cool. I love you. Later, guys. Thanks.